Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I'm joined by Steve Edge and... Uh, morning. Morning. <laughs> don't, it's fine. What? We don't lie to people anymore. It is... Where I am... Yeah? It, I'm in the past. I'm with you. We're both in the past. We're on Thursday afternoon. We're Thursday afternoon. This show we had to pre-record because I'm going on holiday. And uh, I didn't want to uh, let people down yeah, by... Uh, Big-hearted. Yeah. Well, I say that, but it's, I'm contractually obliged. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, had no, I had no choice. Big mortgage. Yes. So, exactly. So, uh, so here we are. So, it is Thursday for me right now, but you're listening Sunday. God, I'm ahead. Oh. I need a flux capacitor. How, how much power do you need? Um, 10.21 like, gigawatts. Easily, at, le- <laughs> at least. At least 88 mile an hour. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so, that's why I thought I'd bring Steve in, because... We're good pals and, you know, we get on. And it's always Sunday to me. Every day's a Sunday. Every day I'm washing a car, just chilling, <laughs> kicking back, on the lawn. I think we're going to have fun. I think we're going to have fun with this today. So, um, essentially, uh, don't text in. That's the main thing. Don't text in in the next uh, three hours before 11 because I can't read that. I won't be reading that. What I am doing even though it's Thursday, is I'm uh, on my Facebook and we're sort of, and Twitter, and we're sort of, we're still live in that respect. Yeah. So we're still talking about fun stuff. So, you know, stick around. It, it'll be an experiment, and I think it, I think we'll have some fun. I think at some point during the, the morning, we'll probably all forget, and it'll be totally fine. Yeah. Music matters. Steve Edge is in the house, as they I say. I am here. And uh, we are... What I've done is, I've actually... Because obviously what I normally do between eight and half past on the show yeah. is we have a little moan, don't we, about why people are well, up. What, this, this time of the morning, What yeah. you're doing and stuff like that. So what I've just done is I've gone online and I've just said to people, what are you doing right now? Yeah. Like, what is it that you're actually up to? And, and, and it's equally as eclectic as... As a Sunday, Sunday morning. morning. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte Barnes, she says, I'm feeling sorry for my boyfriend whose phone has just died. His car's got a flat tyre last night and he's had to leave it at the other end of town and ended up having an emergency appointment at the dentist because he's got an abscess on his gums all within 24 hours. Oh, that's a bad day. I'd get rid of him, to be honest, Charlie. Sounds like a... He sounds like a jinx. Absolute jinx. Yeah. Get rid. Well, get that rid. might be karma and he might be... He might have deserved all that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know him. He might be a lovely bloke. Yeah. yeah. Or he might have done some bad things this week and karma's gone. Do you know what? <laughs> boom, enjoy boom. This, enjoy your day. <laughs> boom. Good luck trying to ring for a spare tyre with yeah. this abscess. Oh, I got something wrong with me, car. <laughs> Can't understand you, mate. <laughs> uh, Hayley Winstanley, she says, I'm stood in a field with a group full of kids uh, from a young carers charity. I'm wet, cold and tired, but I hope you're having a lovely day. Oh, that's, that's nice so, of her. Yeah. Uh, Karen says, I'm sat watching reruns of Friends while sewing scout badges on the eldest child's shirt, ready for his scout trip to Holland. Mm-hmm. Cri- I the scouts went abroad and moved around. Oh, crikey, yes. I did not know that. I thought it was Mate. all very much Kent-based. No, no. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a lot Kent-based. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of that. Baden Powell was a big fan of Kent. Yeah. But, uh... It's the Garden of England, isn't it? Yeah, they get everywhere these days, Scouts. Absolutely. I, I mean, I didn't know in this modern world of... I'd feel I'd feel good on a plane if... if there was a load of Scouts. There's a load of Scouts. And I looked at the badges and one of them had, like, life-saving and I'd go... <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> we're alright here. I, I always thought that, um, you know, when it come to, like, when you were going down the list, of, like, you've got the military, like, yeah. they're the top, they're the top, aren't they? Then you've got, like, the police. Just fire, on, fire and all and that. Then yeah. you've got firefighters, all, all them. And I think the scouts are in there. 
I think they're Are they like above TA. They're not above TA. No, they're above those... Britain's first, I think. Like yeah. if you went through, if you went through it all, the, they, list, they, yeah. they, the scouts outrank Britain first. Yeah, I think they do. When yeah. it comes to emergencies, yeah, they're getting they're getting a phone call first. Get your woggles ready, boys. There's an so emergency. After, like when the fire, you know, when they go on strike the fire brigade, you know, they bring mm. out the green goddesses and all that. So yeah, is, is that the next one? If they went on strike as well, they go. Scouts are in. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, an eleven-year-old yeah, trying to work a nose. And then the cubs will be like getting ready. Yeah, and the beavers. Do they not get on. Is that like Crips and Bloods? I, no, I think no. I very much don't <laughs> think it's that. I'd love it if it was. I think it's what more. About the boys' brigade. I don't think is that, that Crips and Bloods. I don't think the boys' brigade exists. Anymore, I was in the boys' it? brigade. I, whoa, 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 I was a scout. <laughs> so obviously, <laughs> what I mean? this is obviously a there is bad blood. This is a Crips there and the Bloods. Blood. I didn't think there was, but. Is yeah. there such a thing as a boys' brigade? Boys' brigade, yes, yeah, it's a sort of Church of England. I just thing. thought boys' brigade was for the, the boys at school who were bullied, and that was that not what no, you were? No, I, it was. It's a sort of more, <laughs> of a, it's more of a Church of England thing rather oh, than a maybe. sort of weird bloke with shorts on saying, "Follow me." <laughs> <laughs> you had to join. You had to basically. I I joined, and then I, I, I think I was there for six weeks. Did you have to play an instrument? No, you had to build stuff. It's so a bit it's, like, but, so the, the bit like a rip off of the scouts. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Because I think it came after. I don't, we don't know, do we? Of course, uh, well, we, we've got Wikipedia, we could probably Google well, it. Let's check it, Chris, yeah. producer, will have a look now while we, t- we rattle on talking, but I'm pretty confident... No, I would imagine. ...that Baden-Powell... <laughs> I'm not even going to argue with no, you. exactly. <laughs> I'm not putting any money over what it. A, what a rip-off. Unless his he's thing is, be prepared to be ripped off. <laughs> yeah, you should have been prepared for yeah, that. Yeah, I told you. That's, that's actually your motto. What is the history of the Boys Brigade? I'm bringing it back. I think it... Well, you just said it was it's such a scout's face, you have. What a scout <laughs> face you've got. <laughs> just look like a typical scout. <laughs> Kicking off. Oh. Oh, Chris has got Chris, some information. Chris, Hold on. Boys Brigade is older. Yes! What? 1883. Stop it. Get Scouts in. 1910. See? So Baird and Powell robbed it. Yeah. Nah, we're, I am we're not the, having that. We're the originals, we're the one and only. You didn't even know five minutes ago, you wouldn't even put any money on it. I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> I got kicked out, I know. Crikey, I would have I, like I got mug. kicked out on the fifth week because somebody nicked me over bubbles and I punched him. And then I, I, that was the week before we got our uniform. And I was, I was so you in. never even got the uniform? No. <laughs> That's sad. He nicked me over bubbles. That's a big thing in those days. When no, no. 11. Hey, mate. I mean, in the scouts. Even now. You wouldn't have got away with that. No. Well, they wouldn't have done it in scouts because they're all the goody two-shoes, aren't they? Where real music matters. So I had a weird uh, thing happen to me last night. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing this little tour, uh, right. and um, I've not toured for about two years, something like that. And I'll be honest with you, Steve, for the last tour, I got a driver. Yeah, yeah. I've got children. I, I spend all day. I'm tired, and I just can't force myself to drive to Western Supermare on a Wednesday. Yeah, it's but hard. you did. But I did this week yeah. because it's only a small tour, and when I looked at the well, basically, when I looked at the money of it, I thought, I'm not going to give someone money to no, drive back and drive myself. It's quite It's further than you think, yeah. Somerset. Yeah, it was a good... Uh, so I drove from London, um, and it was... So, I mean, at least I wasn't at home in Manchester, but I drove from London. It was two and a half, three hours at tea time. Oh, shattered. Shattered. It doesn't matter how much Lucas aid you have. It's tiring. Anyway, got there, did the gig. They were lovely. Drove back and was starting to do the old... You know when you... Like in the car, and you can feel yourself. The blinks are becoming yeah, longer. Yeah. You think, hang on a minute. You know, you see a road sign. It says like 100, 120 miles to London. You blink, and it says ninety miles to London. You think, hang on a minute. Hang, hang on, on a this minute. is I'll dangerous. Be asleep for thirty miles. <laughs> this is dangerous. So I pulled over into the services. I thought I'll just have a, I'll just have a little bit of shut eye. 
uh, into the services there. I thought I'd just have ten minutes, set me alarm and everything. Like pulled up, set me alarm. I thought I just. Are you need... good at the power naps? Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty I'm getting better. I'm, well, you've got you know, now you're a dad. You've got you've got to get him in. Take you. it where you can. Yeah, no longer than twenty minutes. No, no, no longer. Than tw- in fact, just when you when you think you've not gone to sleep, but your breath tastes different. Yeah, exactly. That's when you know you've had a little. <laughs> yeah, down. Exactly. Yeah, things have changed. Yeah, and uh, so I, funnily enough, twenty minutes was exactly what I'd set my alarm for. Twenty minutes, right? Uh, had a little nap. Two and a half hours later. Two and a half hours. Actually. That's how long the journey is. Yeah, you'd have I known slept. by then. I would have been in my bed <laughs> if I'd have powered through. Yeah. Two and a half hours I slept for in that car. It was the weirdest place I've ever been to sleep. What well, time was it when you woke up then? Was, so, it, was it a service station all closed? No, no, it was one of them that was 24 yeah. hours. Well, they say 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. They close all the, the useful stuff. Yeah. But Smith's is open. mobile phones. Yeah, you're like, oh, great. Right. Smith's is open. I get a paper, shall yeah. I? Thanks. Some jelly paper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, but the Burger King's closed. Cheers. Um... So yeah, no, I had a good, so I had a good old kip, and uh, so I just thought, I can't be the only person who's fallen asleep in weird places. That must have happened to more than just me. And there was a, a great story in the uh, in the paper that came uh, through on, I think that was on Monday or Tuesday, and this was this fella who uh, he's basically got a new job, right? He's in Cambridge. He got a new job. He drunk six pints, uh, climbed up onto the roof. That of wasn't the- his job. Drinking six pints. That wasn't a no, 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 no. He's a labourer. But, so, oh, right. I mean, it can be. I don't yeah. know if you've worked on a building site, but that is very much part of the culture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he climbed up on the Grand Arcade in Cambridge on Saturday, and uh, which is a big curved roof, and uh, just totally fell asleep on the roof on the glass on roof. The glass roof. Pete, there's a photo in the paper, right? I'll put it on. We'll put it on absolute uh, on the Twitter very shortly. Uh, if you if, on on Sunday, uh, we will put that on there. Is a guy just asleep on the roof of the, the shopping centre. That's weird. It's weird. What's weird is that he only had six pints. I know, yeah. I mean, I'm not a big drinker, but I don't think I'd need a nap. I'd six pints and climb to the top of a shopping centre. No, exactly. I'd need a nap, don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah, but uh, that must have took it out of him, wasn't it? This was 75 in... foot. <laughs> <laughs> 75 foot. This is in court, by the way. It's got, it's gone to court. His solicitor said he's very embarrassed and ashamed of his behaviour. In no way does he seek to diminish or minimise the impact of his actions on the public and the emergency services. He had gone out on Saturday to celebrate a new job. Clearly he drank too much and has no recollection of how he ended up on the roof. It says, it says on that thing here, it says he, he was found... Yeah, Isaac Moore went out to celebrate getting a new job and woke up with a firefighter next to him. <laughs> We've hey. all been there. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a good night. Yeah, results. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. So we're talking about falling asleep in strange places after... I mean, I, I was only two and a half hours at uh, Godano... Uh, is it Godano? I don't know. I don't know what you mean, yeah. Godano, you know the one I mean, Godano. I fell asleep at a service station once and it, and it snowed while I was asleep. When I woke up, the car was wow. white and I didn't know what it's happened. It's like a different day. Yeah, but it was only about half an hour, but it just snowed at that period Crikey. I was asleep. I've had a full night's kip at, at, in, a, in a services, driving back from Maidenhead back in the day when I was which on the circuit. Which are the best services to have a kip in? Hmm. Mm. If only we had the live <laughs> text here, because people yeah, would be, like, would be keel, 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 definitely keel. A blinder. You want one that's got a decent breakfast, one with a you premier in. a good-sized car park where you can sort of go into a corner under a tree. But you, you know. know there's a maximum two-hour stay. I know, but is anyone enforcing that? Who's walking well, around? I don't know. Imagine w- waking up after two... I mean, I was there for two and a half hours. I've actually just admitted to a crime. Yeah, you are. You're a I could have ended up with a sticker of, of a ticket on there. So anyway, we've got some messages in uh, from people who've also fallen asleep in, uh, in odd places. Dave Heron, he says, I once woke up surrounded by yellow. 
after a night yeah. out. Yeah, yeah I've done that as well. <laughs> he says, you're <laughs> colourblind, it could have been anything. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. <laughs> he says, um, it turned out I, I had fallen asleep in an empty grit bin. What? You know those ones on the road? That yeah. Just, yeah. He says, problem... Oh, go on. <laughs> he says, problem was, when I woke up, it was the middle of the day and the grip bin was in quite a busy part of town. I had to casually just stand up like it was an everyday occurrence, wish a couple of people good morning and then nonchalantly step out morning. of the bin and <laughs> walk away. Yeah. I love that. Just dusted himself off. Yeah. Crikey. Grip that was his. That was his morning. Adam Bull says my mate was walking home after a night out in Warrington. He stopped in a field for five minutes for a rest. <laughs> I love that. Just I'm just have a quick rest. Can stop here for a rest. This field. He ended up falling asleep and woke up in this field at eight o'clock the next morning. The Winwick car boot sta- uh, sale had, uh, which holds itself every Sunday, had set up around, around him. Around him. He just fallen asleep in the middle. They set up around him. I'm sure I had a mate who fell asleep in in a field like that and woke up and there was a sort of Saxon re- war reenactment going on around him. <laughs> and he woke up to the sound of cannon fire and people running. <laughs> like he, I bet yeah. he felt like he'd gone back in time. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Getting out of a grip bin. <laughs> Jason. Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Uh, not a clue of what the time is, uh, but you've probably got a phone. About 20 past. No, it's about 10 to. About 10 to. Well, 5 to. 5 to. Not yeah. a clue. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'm joined with Steve Edge this morning, and uh, we've been talking about falling asleep in weird places. Um, loads of people uh, getting in touch uh, on uh, on the Facebook. Please don't text in, though, because uh, I'm not there. Uh, Kez messaged me. He said, um, I can honestly say that I always wake up in my own bed. How I get there is a different story. However, on a trip up to Scotland to see my dad and attend a family do, my brother Sean was woken up by my dad's next-door neighbour as he had gone into the wrong house, drunk. His shoes were in the neighbour's garden and he had just walked in and fell asleep in their hallway, just on the floor. So they found his shoes and went, he's in in there. Yeah, basically, that's what happened. (laughs) He's gone in there. When I was at uni, my mate used to keep a mattress in the boot of his car and he used to get in his car and go to sleep. (laughs) That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea at all. I like this, the idea that, because uh, the dad had an interesting conversation with his neighbour uh, the next day, who said that he ended up just leaving him. Obviously, he must have recognised him from a couple of doors down. Left him, and because uh, this Sean was adamant that he was in the right house and was arguing back. Yeah, as <laughs> so you do. All right, mate, just go to bed, it's fine. That's all right. He said he was so embarrassed the next day because he woke up and that family was just cracking on with their day, just walking around him. Just carrying on. <laughs> yes. I love that. Add another one in from uh, Emily... <laughs> which made me laugh. She said, I just woke up in I just woke up in the bath after being there for an hour. She fell asleep in the bath. It's dangerous. It is a bit dangerous. Uh, she loves how not any of her family even noticed her missing. Um, also, this is a bit of a first world problem, the print recognition on her fingers, like on her phone, now doesn't work. Her fingers what, have, because her fingers have, yeah. gone weird, yeah. <laughs> oh, unless somebody's wiped her memory and stolen her identity, like Total Recall. She hey. wasn't in the bath. She's it's- been unplugged from the Matrix. I mean, that, she's probably in the back. It's probably unlikely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That just reminded me, my, um, I, I woke up one morning and my daughter, my five-year-old, who's like, she's the one I always think, she's been here before. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? She's got that otherworldly sort ofness about her. And uh, I woke up and she was sat in my in my room, on my phone, um, like watching Peppa Pig or, watching, or, or playing a game or something. And I said, what? What are you doing? She's like, I'm just playing a game. And I was like, oh, I didn't think about it. And then I went... How did you get into my phone? Because there's a password on there, and you don't know what the password is. And she, at five years old, got my phone, got my thumb, 
and, and put and my sleeping thumb and put it on the phone to unlock it. <laughs> like a master criminal. That is brilliant. It's, that's unbelievable, isn't it? Picked you up, your hand up and just <laughs> squidged it on there. Put it on the phone. Oh, unlocked cool. it. But, <laughs> that's terrifying, isn't it? Yeah. That's basically how many millions and millions of pounds of Apple spent on security yeah. and my daughter, my five-year-old daughter, ruined it. Out yeah. the window. Out the window. Amazing. I, I mean... You need to stop napping. Yeah, you're probably right. No, but this was overnight. Bad things happen when you sleep. <laughs> this was in the morning. I just... I, do you know what? It was one of those things that she did. I couldn't even tell her off for it. Because nice. it was so ingenious. I didn't want to sort of squash that part of her brain. I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want no, to say, look, great. I'm going to give you a telling off of it, because she Fly did with that. technically do something wrong, but I thought, I, I wanted to encourage that side yeah, of her. thinking outside the box. I think so. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Okay. Are you sat down? I know you are. I am. I'm, I'm, a... <laughs> I'm stood right, sat <laughs> yeah. right in front of you. No, you're sat down. <laughs> I was talking to the world. Oh, right. Who was listening to us. Okay, this was in the metro. Oh, it must be true then. It's definitely true. Why, yeah. would, why would they lie? Right. Friday is the end of the world. Now, when I say Friday... That's tomorrow. In, it, for in us, this world. it's tomorrow. We're pre-recording this show for Sunday, which is where you are. Ah, oh, what's the point? Exactly, what are we doing? We spent our last day in a little studio together. Oh, this is pointless. We could have been out having a right old time. There was I, trying to finish me moan. Yeah. You just carried on chewing it. It could have, wouldn't have mattered. It not matter at all. Anyway, so, apparently the end of the world's going to be tomorrow. Who's, who said it's going to, who's this now? The Metro. <laughs> I just told you. Which governing body, they reported it. Yeah, I see. It's the not... Metro are just going, it's a slow news day, let's just make up the world's going <laughs> to win. Put it on the front page. Um, well, it said, doomsday experts... Oh, <laughs> yeah, there's experts. Oh, what do you do? No, I work for uh, Human Resources. What do you do? I'm a doomsday expert. <laughs> oh, Never met him at a bar. <laughs> All right, laugh. <laughs> uh, so Armageddon News, that's, the, right. that's their that we- channel. That's their website. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. .com or .co.uk. <laughs> uh, I think it's certainly not .org. <laughs> no. uh, they say a polar shift or flip will trigger worldwide tremors, setting off earthquakes and a rolling cloud that will destroy the world. A cloud? Cloud. No. Well, you remember that one from uh, Spain a few years back that stopped all the flights and that? That was pretty bad. Well, the ash cloud. Yeah. Yeah, My mate was stuck in. Yeah, but that wasn't a real cloud, was it? That was a cloud of volcanic ash. Well, it doesn't specify where it is. This is a rolling cloud. Just sounds like a bit of water and condensation coming towards. That's not going to end the world. I think you're you're being very British about this. If you <laughs> we've, not, we've not seen proper weather, that's why. If you're in America now, you'd be like, "Oh my god, really? A rolling cloud? <laughs> a rolling one?" John Preacher of Armageddon oh, News, James Preacher, <laughs> said, <laughs> "Someone is re-upping." I don't know. Is that a word? Re-upping. 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 He says <laughs> he's not a word. He's not a scientist. John, John Preach says someone is re-upping our videos and saying that the end of the world is July twenty ninth. Reposting. I think he means that. Yes. Re-upping. I think he's down. He's, he's basically. Are you good on the computer, Granddad? Yeah, I've re-upped something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing is. He says nothing is going to happen on July 29th. We have never claimed such a thing. This no. date is just another false date being promoted online by the Metro. By the Metro. <laughs> NASA. 
Now you're oh, right. oh, now oh. you're listening. <laughs> now I'm listening. Now you're listening. Yeah. NASA says there's nothing to be worried about. Oh, uh, I mean, uh, NASA. How busy are NASA? They are busy, man. They're doing. So- if yeah. they're not in space, they're planning to get there or to get someone home from space. Yeah, and they're having to deal with this rubbish. Yeah. Hello, there's a black hole preacher said the world's going to end. Oh, oh God, is he? Not him again. Is he been space station? Stuff? Oh God, here he goes again. <laughs> preacher. Um, there's nothing to be worried about because the flip is actually a gradual shift that happens all the time. Oh. Did you know this? So the poles, North Pole and South Pole, sometimes they just flip round. Do they? I didn't yeah, know yeah. this. Yeah, I, I did an episode of QI. It come up. Uh, NASA issued a statement regarding the polar shifts in 2011, the last time it happened. Oh, happens all the time. To calm fears that a sudden polar shift could destroy the planet. However, NASA did say this polar shift will speed up slightly between the middle of July to the middle of August, which is now. Thus sending doomsday theorists in a tizzy. Ooh. Was their phrase. <laughs> they didn't say tizzy. Honestly, the Metro... <laughs> said tizzy. No, not NASA. Not NASA. <laughs> no. the, the Metro. I was going to say. Very much the Metro have said that. Yeah. Isn't it weird when the world ends? Because you can't... I mean, or when they talk about the world ends. Because you can't help feeling very selfish all of a sudden. You, like, straight away... Like, when I read that the other day, I thought, just on a big shop. Tip it, you don't like, to the, me. The cupboards are full. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just about to go on holiday on Monday as well. I've had a holiday like, you know, with the family for ages. It's all on you, innit? You can't help it, do you? No. You can't help it. You think, oh, God, what's the point? See, I've got to drive to Bury St Edmunds on Saturday. I don't really want to go, so... Oh, it's actually done you a favour. End it. <laughs> <laughs> so I popped it online the other day and asked uh, some people to let me know what, they, what their plans were, what their plans were for the last day, which is... Hopefully not going to happen. I mean, I, I'm, I'm... Well, ho- this is all empty words, isn't it? Because if it has happened, no one's listening to you. I could be saying anything right now. It wouldn't matter. Unless they're, two, unless they're like two days out, the the Metro or Preacher, and the, it happens now. During my show? Now, then. Right this minute? Yeah, as you're talking about it, flippantly, bang. Oh, well, that would happen, wouldn't it? Just before the podcast <laughs> See, it's all out. about you. <laughs> <laughs> Matters. I've got a feeling that we've actually had a detrimental effect on uh, on some of the people that have just found out this information. What, the, about end, of the, the end of the world? Yeah, I mean, people, some people are actually having a bit of a go at me, like it's my fault. No, it's a Metro's fault. Yeah, exactly. I'm just reading out the out the Metro. Um, a few people are saying that uh, they could have just lived in ignorance if it wasn't for me, and the world would have just ended, mm. and they wouldn't have known about it. Now they're going to spend the last couple of days worried. Well, th- no, they won't, though, because this won't... This is coming on after the world yeah. ended, so... No, these are the ones that I posted on Facebook oh. on Wednesday, and oh, it was very ones. complicated. Ooh. <laughs> and I, I know, my head's like the Matrix. What day is it? It's like the third Back to the Future film. Nothing <laughs> yeah, makes sense no, anymore. should never have been made. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so some people are not... They're not, uh, they're not necessarily happy about it. Uh, some people are all right. Kirsty says, if the world ends Friday, then, my God, I'm going to do something I've never done before. I'm going to stick a cucumber through an old lady's letterbox and tell her the Martians have landed. I think that's a Ken Dodd joke, but yeah. I like it. It's a good yeah. one. Sarah Miles says, I've just bought a dress for my friend's birthday party on Saturday. I will not be happy if the world ends Friday. I hadn't even heard about it, Jason. I could have been, look, I could have been happy in my ignorance and you've ruined it. Cheers for that. Well, she wouldn't be happy for long in her ignorance, though, would she? No, exactly. She'd have been dead in her ignorance. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm trying to make sure you live your last no, few you're days. you're a good guy. You're a good guy for a second. Yeah, I'm one of the, the good guys. Claire's like, oh, I've just spent three grand on an holiday. Although it was with the in-laws, so... 
Somebody would have died anyway. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have a guest in. We have a guest in. Rachel Paris, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thank for you so now, much. For now, for now. Well, I know. Mm. Isn't it a worry? Isn't it a worry? Such a big worry. It's like a cloud in my brain. Yeah, I know. Well, it'll soon be a rolling cloud, a rolling cloud. <laughs> around the world. <laughs> taking us all out. Or not, because it's usually rubbish. No, I trust the Matray 100%. Yep, I do. The I arbiter do. of great news. I mean, if, if it wasn't all true, why would it be free? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on. That's Only true. losers pay for that Logic. news. Yeah. <laughs> of course. So, Rachel, you've come in because uh, you are going to Edinburgh next week. And, I am, uh, and yeah. we're pals and, uh, and you want to come on and tell everybody about your show. I'd love to. Edinburgh. So why don't, you, why don't you sell it? Tell okay, us what it's about. I'll sell it. Well, this is a, an hilarious comedy show. <laughs> yes. Um, so I do stand-up and musical comedy. Yes. So it's sort of somewhere between like Tim Minchin and Victoria Wood or something like that. Yeah, wow, go for it. I mean, um, ri- literally mention the two most successful ones. I'm into that. Nowhere near as good as them. <laughs> hey, hey, whoa, whoa. Don't you play yourself down, Rach. <laughs> you are very good. I must say, just to interrupt, I saw your show in Edinburgh in your last time of the years. 2013. Uh, it was totally random. I, I wasn't planning to see it. I just saw a queue and joined it, essentially. It was in the free fringe, so you were able to do that sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, I saw it, and I've got to say, I've been to Edinburgh most years, and, and Steve, me and Steve yeah, have spent yeah. some good times there, as well as doing it myself. I've got to say, it is in my, and I've seen hundreds of shows, it is in my top five comedy shows really? that I've ever seen. Oh, thanks, mate. That's so that nice. is how funny That's Rachel Paris is. That's, That's really good. Nice. I've seen some good stuff up there. Thank so, you. So, you know, so do big yourself up. I'm, I'm into that. So okay. go on, tell us, tell us about this year's one. <laughs> so this, this show's, um, again, it's just me and a piano, and it's talking about things like, it's all about, it's called Best Laid Plans. It's mm. about the plans that we make for ourselves in life from mm. when we're little. Everything from, like, when you're little, I think it's a little girl, you grow up thinking grown-ups are often, like, married and have children and yes. have a house and a car Sensible and drive. Things. Sensible things. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. And what happens if, like, none of those things are in your life? <laughs> yes. Um, what's in your life instead? So it's sort of about that. And it's a bit about I had a big breakup this year and about, oh. like, breaking up with someone you're living with. Oh, no. Awkward. Um, awkward. But the show is basically, like, taking the mick out of everything to do with of course. the sadness of if that. Of course. Yeah, I, I think that's totally... Totally fine. And There's he's fine so with much that. to laugh at. Are you basically <laughs> the comedy version of Adele? And you're just rinsing your ex-boyfriend for all he's worth. Absolutely. <laughs> you have to laugh. You yeah. have to. <laughs> you have to. He's not. He's crying somewhere in a ditch, but I am making money out of it. And that's the main thing. Absolutely. Basic. And singing about it. <laughs> yes, it's exactly. the real, real stab in the heart, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, crikey. Wowza. Wowza, yeah. No, but that's the great thing about comedy. It's very... Uh, it can be therapeutic in that in that respect. It can be. And I think it touches... Like, the show's about everything. It's about, like sex a bit and it's about um like ooh, teaching and it's about that's the only sex i have to be honest. a bit <laughs> just a bit. a bit just, just, a, just have bit. a bit of it <laughs> i've got five kids i had a lot of it at one point now i'm like, just have a bit every so often so sex a bit what else oh like um work very separately working in a school <laughs> yes please <laughs> very separately please keep them separate. um <laughs> god uh, we- the number of weddings that i'm going to at the moment oh there is an age thing isn't there where you yeah. start to go to a lot of weddings yeah, yeah. Uh, then it's cr- a lot of christenings is next. Christenings. Then yeah. their children. Well, luckily, I'm friends with a lot of heathens, so I don't oh, go to that thank, many christenings. Thank goodness. Yeah, thank I know. goodness. Uh, then it'll be their children's birthday parties. Yeah. Oh, which no. Yeah, that's the next one. Oh, God, I was thinking this is the end, but there's going to oh, be no, a bit, no. There's a bit of a gap in there. There's yeah. a little gap, and yeah. then you start going to their children's uh, birthday parties. Oh, and then funerals. And then it's funerals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right into sort of 20 years of funerals. Going, yeah, yeah, just non stop. Guys, you two can write my next show. Yeah. It's so depressing. <laughs> it's a lot of funerals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so it's a really upbeat show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> tell us, tell us. Oh, God. Anyway, it's probably what you would have wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us where it's on, where it's on. It is on at the Pleasance Dome at yeah. 6.50 or 10 to 7, if you like. Um, every day from the 3rd to the 28th of August. Lovely stuff. That's up at the Edinburgh Festival where loads and loads of amazing things uh, happen every single year, not just comedy, music and theatre. and all. If you've not been, it is phenomenal. Uh, so stick around. We'll keep uh, Rachel in the studio. We will not let her leave for a little while. Uh, stick around on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We've got Steve Edge and Rachel Paris with me this morning on the show. Uh, Steve here because he's my friend and he has to be, and Rachel here because she's plugging something. So nobody really here because they want to be. No. <laughs> just me. No, neither of us disagreeing with this. No, no. I don't like I just guys. silently nodded. Guys. <laughs> guys. But it's a delight a, to be here, Of course, Jason. of course. Uh, and and the bonus for you, Rachel, is that you've managed to come on my Sunday morning breakfast show on a Thursday afternoon. It's ideal for me. It's yes. right around the corner from where I live. We all look wide Perfect. awake and happy. Yes, it's much better, isn't Why it? Why don't we do this every week? <laughs> Who even cares? Bright-eyed and bushy tail. Do you really need me to know that I'm in the studio on a Sunday morning? Is that important? No. Well, I think it seems to be, because Chris, the producer's like, stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't a thing. It's not going to happen. So we had a little chat uh, earlier on, because you do a lot of driving around and touring, yeah, don't you? Yeah, all over, yeah. Um, so have you, have you done the situation where you've had a little kip in the car on the way back yeah. from a gig? Well, I, I don't actually drive. Oh, right. Um, so you just have to curl up in the middle of the car park. <laughs> I get lifts and I take my responsibility as the passenger yes. very seriously. You have to keep people talking. Of course, Keep them yeah. entertained. So when the gig ends, it doesn't end. <laughs> Oh, yeah, of course. i got to keep people awake and alert so all the like way home. you're like a maitre d', just sort of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if yeah. you like. That, I used to hate that. Yeah. I learned... That was what made me learn how to drive very quickly. I really should learn how to drive. But then, of course, what happens is when early on in on the circuit, you end up then having to give uh, much more successful comedians lifts. Yeah. Everywhere. It's just like the football equivalent of, sort of cleaning the boots. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> that, yeah. yeah. So then and you were they really patronising to you? They weren't too bad, but it's like... And then, of course, somebody would find out you were driving to a gig and then you'd have to give, like, an open spot. The worst thing that you can have in a car is an open spot who's just had a good gig. Because all they do is talk about themselves. You're like, there's a point where you go, mate, you did four minutes. Yeah, you did all right. (laughs) I did half an hour. All right. So just just rein it in. So so you've, you've... been a passenger a lot in a lot of your cars. Yeah, yeah. But I've gone to lots of different. You were talking about service stations. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On. The best one I've ever seen is um, Beaconsfield. Okay, Beaconsfield. Beaconsfield yeah, Beaconsfield. Beaconsfield. Yeah. No, it's Beaconsfield. so beautiful. Yeah. I'll show you a picture of it. This won't I've help your listeners. I don't remember it being look that beautiful. Look at this. Let's have a look. It's like paradise. It's, it's showing like us Eden. a picture. Oh yeah, look. There's like a lake and, a, and that, a fountain. There's a beautiful pub. It's got all of the food and pub requirements Christ, that you want. But then missed all this at Beaconsfield it's Station. It's amazing. Wow, was it? Well, we'll have to put. We'll have to retweet that on yeah. uh, on on our uh, on our Twitter that feed. That was such that a treat. We didn't want to leave. No, I tell you the <laughs> best. Off the gig. The best service station is that one. You know what I'm I saying? Know what you're going to say? T Bay. T Bay. T Bay. Where? It's up. It's right up north, and it's got. Like a farm shop? Yeah, all, what? All the pasties and pies are and all made, made in the farm shop. their own pies there. They haven't got oh ginsters in there. They've got, yeah. they've got their own pies. Also, what I like about it, it sounds like a Yorkshireman saying eBay. Yeah, T-Bay. I'm just going to pop on that T-Bay and get rid of all this. Um, it's ama- That's the best services. That yeah, sounds brilliant. Mile. It's the M6, yeah. isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sort of language. Even at night, they've got hot pies. Yeah. No, that's the winner. Yeah. Okay. So, that's, that's, that's my next destination. So you destination. can keep your lake. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> this place has got hot pies. You win. 
and Manford on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio, joined by Steve Edge. Hello. And Rachel Paris is still Hi. with us. Uh, who uh, is a very funny, very funny comedian about to head up to Edinburgh. And uh, Steve, very funny comedy actor who's, uh, well, just actor, but you do do a lot of comedy. Uh, just did Benidorm, didn't you? Very yeah, comedy. Yeah, Benidorm. just come. I've been back a week. Yeah, I know. Crikey. And I, I popped out for a few days. Yeah, towards last week you yeah. came out, didn't you? You took me out on the town. I, I sort of took you out on the town and left you. Yeah, you did actually. That's true. I, I don't. You it. had to be up early, yeah. You and you've been be there for four seven. months. I had to be up at seven. You were like, "We'll be home by half 12. And I was like, "You won't. You won't." <laughs> I will. Got to half three, and I went, "I'm going home now. I've got to be up at four hours." <laughs> I'll see you in a bit. <laughs> I was like, "I'll be there in a second. Yeah. I'll be there in a second. Did you just hang out on your own, Jason? No, just was, drinking cocktails. There was other people. I was Mustang Sally. Yeah, I was on the karaoke. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "Right, let's go watch a racist comedian. It'd be yeah, horrible. Did that. They're awful." The worst God. things you've ever seen. Oh, crikey. Back Joe, we'll have to tell that. Oh, I'll tell you the joke off air. It's yeah, hot. It makes me feel sick. Great, great. Make me feel sick. Awful. I just thought, it's like, basically, Steve described Benidorm to me like this, right? He said, when you come over, you can't bring your sensibility, your modern day sensibilities over. You can't be offended and uh, by these, like, sexist, homophobic, racist comedians because it's a different. It'd be like going to somewhere where they've got just different laws. Uh, and rules, and then right, kicking yeah. off about it because you're in a different. But it is just, excuse me, it was just uh, that was weird. Yeah. The chair, your throat um, or the chair? It was the chair. Um, it's just weird. It's like uh, it's like a place. It's like going back in time to a time that nobody. But it's wants weird. To go back to. I don't think that's that's Benidorm. That's just those comedy clubs. I think. Yeah, true. I think that, that's what's good about Benidorm. It's there's a non-judgmental. Yeah, uh, everybody's having a laugh and walking around with the top. Nobody's going on. Him. Yeah, it's not yeah, that sort of play, but that's it doesn't work in the comedy club. No, because they're just a bit weird. <laughs> it's really weird. It's not... I told you we should have gone to the Spanish Beatles. No, you're right. And Sticky Vicky's uh, daughters. Uh, yeah, Rebecca. that's the weirdest thing. Do you know about this? No. Have you heard of the the the, the, the performer? Is that the word I'm looking for? I, I t- yeah. <sighs> She's the conjurer. If you're she's not a, sure if you can call yeah. her a performer, she's a, I she's want she's to know a, more. A, no, yeah. it's, it's, it's the style of the act, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, she's a conjurer. She's a conjurer. Yeah, okay. produces things. She produ- and she's called Sticky Vicky. Yeah, so things come out of places. You can that work that oh, yeah. And join yeah. Those dots. Oh no, I, yeah. I've joined the dots. Yeah, I think yeah. I might have seen it online. Probably. Probably. Yeah, not live in a room. She's retired now, though. But now her daughter has taken over. Oh God, that's not a thing you pass from mother to daughter. No, it's not. That's did. I mean, surely, and I don't know what the situation is, but surely you do that job so your kids don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she thought that, but she thought, I want to might as well, you know, teach you the tricks, keep me oh hand in. Oh, God, he's taking no. all <laughs> tradition too far. No. One day this will all be yours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just make sure you disinfect it all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, imagine being in competition with your mum about that. Oh. I can do it faster. Oh, crikey. Yeah. My God. But, no, generally, you know... <laughs> Anyway. Lovely. Really nice. Oh, what, I re- yeah. what I really hope is on the next advert is a Thomas Cook advert for Benidorm. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> Benidorm. <laughs> Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We all know that 2016's been a... It's been a bit of a ropey year, hasn't it? We've lost a lot of amazing people. Oh, yeah. uh, we're com- coming Brexit, out of Europe Brexit at some point. You know, yeah. uh, the football was abysmal. All the weather's been a bit. bit world ended yesterday. The world. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the ultimate Brexit. Yeah. The Wexit. Yeah. Wexit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but what about this? Univexit. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, in memoriam here. Yeah. yeah, we've got another one. 
We've lost another one. Who? 1956 to... Two th- not what? Not who. Oh, what? You're right. 2016 will be the last year that the video cassette recorder is made. No. Oh, they're not manufacturing them anymore? Not going to manufacture them anymore. Oh. Which is not the question I thought you were going to ask. I thought you were going to ask, were they still making them? <laughs> <laughs> they stopped making the tapes about ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Thursday, uh, Fun Eye, or Fun A... See uh, what I mean? I've never heard fun, of this. This is no. one company that bought big... Yes. Into the VCR <laughs> movement, <laughs> and they're, they're still going. Funai Corporation of Japan, the last known VCR manufacturer uh, on the face of the earth, yeah. announced it would cease production by the end of July. The VCR is survived by the technologies that fueled its demise, the DVD, the DVR, streaming video, and, of course, piracy. It was 60 years old. And these technologies... 60? 60 years old, the VCR, yeah. All right, yeah, but not the... The home one, yeah. You've got to yeah. do the maths for a minute there, didn't no, you? No, it's not 60 years old, though, is it? The home one. I was thinking of the home VCR. That's the late, is it? Oh, right, but no, the, the invention. Yeah, the invention, the... yeah. Are you, are you interrupting a memorial? Yeah, I am. <laughs> is this what you like at funerals? I care about the VCR. <laughs> Excuse me, I think you got that wrong. Yeah, yeah I am. Yeah. He exactly. wasn't a nice bloke, actually. <laughs> you should live next door to him, he was a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't like dogs, though, did he? <laughs> that sort of thing. <laughs> These technologies, too, can probably feel irrelevant on the horizon as streaming rises and the TV becomes less a physical thing and more of a style of storytelling that can be accessed on a platform at any one time. What are my mum and dad going to do? They've I still got a v- They've genuinely still got Yeah, a of course. That's, and they've got loads of, you know, video cassettes of everything. Yeah, and have they got them uh, in... Holders that look like books. Yeah, of course they are. I love that. It was yeah. my favourite thing. What, what was that? Because you couldn't know. even tell what they were. No, it didn't say anything. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. No, you had to open them all and go, what's yeah. the mum's tape? On the mom's st- tape, do not touch. <laughs> but obviously you didn't have yeah. an S, because it's only like A, B, C, so the M would be a three on its side. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the stickers yeah. would be a five. <laughs> Remember you had to take, like, r- like, take that little plastic bit off so yeah, you could yeah. record over it. Yeah. No, so you couldn't record over it, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. we had the, yeah. amount of, the amount of things that we had taped over, yeah. like fam- like stuff now that you go, I really wish we had that. Remember that video we did of Nana that time when she was singing and she was drunk and stuff, and then like you put it on half an episode of Gladiators. Yeah. You're like, oh, I really <laughs> could have done oh, with that, that now. No, that's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, well, you recorded it in long play, and that doesn't exist <laughs> yeah. anymore. It's just dead fast. Did you have like growing up? We had like films that would only have like two thirds of the film, but that wouldn't stop us watching no, it. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whole, we had. Do you remember Overboard with Goldie Hawn? Yeah, Goldie Hawn. We used to watch that like every week, but we didn't have the first ten minutes or the last half an hour. Wow. <laughs> we still sit down yeah. as a family and watch yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such Goldie Hawn on a on a boat. It's fine. They were expensive though. Videotape for like a fiver. Yeah. 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 It's three weird. Hours. Something is coming back that I think a lot of people are going to be very excited about. Sega. Sega. Are to release a mini Mega Drive console. Ooh. To celebrate 25 years of Sonic the Hedgehog, the company is reviving the Mega Drive as a smaller two-player home console. They're also throwing in 80 preloaded games. This comes a week after Nintendo announced it would relaunch the uh, NES, or the NES, uh, NES, in a smaller body with 30 games. The controllers will be completely wireless. The package also comes with a portable (laughs) 3.2-inch screen, so you can take it on the tube. That's very London-centric. On on public transport, I'll have you know. Something which would have been impossible to do unless you had the ill-fated Game Gear. <laughs> the game gear. Oh, but you'll have to wait until October to get your hands on one of those. Crikey. So good news, bad news, guys. Yeah. 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 The Mega yeah. is back. Alex the Kid, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. We're all coming back. Were you a, were you a gamer? 
Uh, not really. My brother had an Amiga 500. See, that's where I was. I, I skipped. I, yeah, went, I had Commodore 64, like, Amiga 500. I never went into the consoles. I didn't do in that. that. I had so like Lemmings you? and James yeah, those, Pond yeah. and Prince of Persia. And there was a game oh, called Greg. Zool, which was like oh, yeah. the Sonic the Hedgehog nice. on, on Amiga 500. We had, I had the Super Nintendo. Oof. We went, con- oh, yeah. Oh, what? It was a joint present one Christmas, me and my brothers. And uh, we had the bazooka, so you could play duck. What uh, duck shoot what? or duck patrol or something well, like, like a that. Gun that you plugged like in. a massive bazooka, like a proper Brilliant. bazooka that like went on your shoulder and there was an eyepiece that you put your eye into. And I remember one time we, we had to go to a, a wedding in, in Ireland and we were there for three and a half weeks of the summer holidays. Dad didn't fancy it because he didn't like them. So he uh, stayed in the UK, right, and he hates computers and stuff like that. He, didn't, he does, never got into it. And when we got home after three and a half weeks... There was a circle ring around my dad's eye where he'd obviously just played <laughs> for three, for three, three and a half weeks. And he was amazing at yeah. shooting these dogs. <laughs> uh, Rachel, you're going to leave us now. You're heading up to uh, to lovely Edinburgh on Wednesday. I am, yeah. And my show's the 3rd to the 28th every and night. it's at what venue? It's at the Pleasance Dome at 6.50. Lovely. And people can follow you on Twitter at? At Rachel Paris. Paris is spelt With two R's. There you go. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm Thanks, covered mate. it. I'm covered <laughs> it. I'm a, I'm a pro. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Now, I've been sent this thing through. <laughs> You're yeah. worried. No, You're I am. Right. Just, there's a little packet with uh, some sachets. Right, in. stick around. Right. I've been sent this from a uh, very personal letter from the Child Accident Prevention Trust. It says, Dear Presenter, <laughs> they've, really, they've really gone for it. Yeah. Uh, essentially, what, what it is, it's for the Child Accident Prevention Trust, and they've come up with what they think is the Guinness Book of Records bitterest taste in the world. It's in this little, uh, it's like in a little sachet here. I'm recording this on uh, on Facebook Live, so you can have a little look at this if you're listening to the show now. Um, it's, I mean, I, I'm not a fan of the bitter taste for right. the rest of the time. Let me give you one anyway. Right. Right. Essentially, the message behind it is that, um, there you go, you take that. Uh, the message behind it is, is that it's their idea to try and um, put this taste on the top of detergent bottles and bleach and things that you don't want children or to, yeah, discourage, yeah, the people taste. to taste, yeah. So that's that's the idea. So, um, I mean, it says here, Chris, producer, we've also enclosed some milk chocolates to relieve your taste buds. You can't see them anywhere. Where are they, Chris? I've, I've got some sweets. <laughs> well, you've got some mounds. I think we should probably get a mound ready because I'm worried. So it's the the world's bitterest taste. Okay. I mean, what's the... What's these ones? What's bitter? What's the... What's the Oh, yeah, that's, I'll have half of that. That's yeah. Right, so what is... If you could think now, what, to you... I don't know what bit... Like, a sour, I think. I don't know what I'm bitter. thinking, is sour the same as bitter? <coughs> I don't no. know if you went, what is bitter? Bitter's bitter. like, uh, you know, like citrus. Oh, that's a bit bitter. You know, like bitter. Yeah, like lemon. You know. So lemon, limes. Like, if you actually sucked that's on bitter, a... bitter, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So it says, to take the test, all you need to do is lick the red end... Of the leave it and the bitterx taste test sample in the tube is sent. Uh, okay, that's it. That's all you have to do. Lick, okay, lick the red end. Okay, so should we do it at the same time? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> I've got my, I've got my mouth ready. I'm not. Even, yeah. Are you going to really go? For, you're not gonna yeah. like, no, no. I'm gonna you're not going to like the tip of the tongue. There's no point doing it. So the world's bitterest taste. Just drop it on your tongue. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay, go. 
One. Hold on. Are we? When I say one, two, three, you're going one, two, three, and then, yeah. or are we going to go on one, three? One, two, three, and oh. then. Okay, fine. Where the zero would be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> three, <laughs> two, two, one. one. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! Not that bad. Not that bad. <laughs> 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 it's horrible. I'm going in more. Again. I quite like you it. More. <laughs> no. No, it's horrible. It's like an aftertaste. Oh, stop me, <laughs> Stopped his mouth. Oh my god, that is horrid. Oh, oh god. That was. Oh. Oh, oh my. Oh, oh the man's making it worse. <laughs> oh, it is, yeah. Now I'm chewing it. It's Sugar. taking over the mouth. Sugar. <laughs> oh. oh, well. Oh, I hope it. Hopefully, that will save lives. That's one of the worst things I've ever done <laughs> in, my li- in my life. Ah. <clears throat> well, that's the Child Accident Prevention Trust. Job uh, done, I think. They've created it. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I had a weird heckle this week. Um, did a gig in uh, Brighton. Yeah. Really, I mean, I've been heckled a few times over the years. I've had some weird heckles. A woman heckled me and she said... Why haven't you ironed your jeans? It's quite bright. It's quite bright. I mean, is that the most bright and heckle you've yeah, ever seen? It's quite bright. I said, I've got five kids. You're lucky I've got them on. Do you iron jeans? That's that one. Thank you, Steve. This is why we're best friends. Which way do you iron jeans? Who irons you don't want jeans? a crease in a jean. Do you don't want to see Who them? is ironing? You just give them jeans. a little flick, don't you, when you've washed them? And of course then they... you do. Chris? Never iron. Never iron your jeans. Never iron jeans. I'm not having it. Iron no. your jeans. No. <laughs> it bothered. I did two hours. It bothered me for the whole two hours. I might going to start using it now. Really annoying me. Hey, iron your jeans. <laughs> like sort of cool. You, you know, calm down. <laughs> oh come on, iron your jeans. Yeah, chill your beans. Yeah, iron like your jeans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'll be interested this week. Over the next uh, week or so, if you if you follow me on Twitter at Jason Manford, uh, Steve's at Sir Steve Edge Sir Steve on Twitter. Edge. I want to know, and we'll do a poll. One of those things, right? A poll. A poll. Um, do, is that what you do? Do you iron jeans? Am I right, or is this woman in Brighton right? I think you're right. I think so too, Steve. I think so too. Uh, we're just coming up to uh, 11 o'clock uh, very shortly. Sarah Champion will be here after 11 on Absolute Radio, and uh, you will be able to get the podcast of this show at, uh, at some point later on today. If you've missed any bits and bobs, uh, you can uh, you can grab that. I will be back uh, for our live show next Sunday. It's going to be live. It's always live, generally, apart from this week. It's going to be live, but it's actually live with a studio audience. If you want to get involved, if you want to come and see us at uh, Golden Square at, uh, in London next Sunday morning, then log on to the website, Absolute uh, Radio's website, find my name and apply for them tickets. I will see you and have a nice cup of tea and a croissant with you next Sunday morning. Have a lovely week.